変身
<laughs> we spent two hours in Kohl's, bro, just like looking for stuff to buy. And then we go to checkout and she's like, you can't use this until Saturday. Like I am, I was so blow, bro. Like I, I went to the nearest bar or a whole pitcher of margarita and <laughs> that's a lot. ordered that's, like a round for everyone. Kohl's yeah. Cash, like right? two hours in Kohl's. Like you said, what's that Kohl's? It took yeah. me it took me that long to figure out how to spend two hundred dollars. That's what Coles is. But yeah, man. Uh <laughs> that's my funny story to share with you guys for the week. But at least I got like a free two hundred almost two hundred dollars for not getting a PS5. No, yeah, because um my sense was kind of that like our stories were for like a while pretty parallel. We're like it was like maybe September and we were like, Oh yeah, like the pre order starts soon. I should probably like Get yep. on that when it happens. Simpler I'm still time. not sure which one I want, maybe, but yeah, like I got like, and then it happened. We're like, oh, well, I'll just get one when it comes out. And then um, that's where things kind of rapidly change for us, I think, because um, I was able to get a PS5, but I kind of feel like my story is just going to piss you off because I probably don't deserve a PS5. <laughs> What's your story, man? So, like, the day before the PS5 came out, there was, like, another round of them being up and out. And I, like, went around for, like, the four shifts from Walmart or, like, Target or whatever, like, at, like, 12 and at 3 and at, like, 9 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that was fine. I didn't get anything, but I was like, it's in my cart. I'll get it next time. I've got these apps open, got these windows open. Then at, like, 9 p.m., there was somebody that was like, oh, like, try PlayStation Direct. Like, they might have some. I went. And I didn't get one, but they said, let, let, like, come back tomorrow. And, I, and like, um, for that, like, you needed to have, like, a PSN account and wait in line for, like, one or two hours. Yeah. So I did that on my phone and it was like, all right, maybe I'll try again tomorrow. And I was following, um, like, a, like, deals website, like, uh, Wario64 on Twitter, who has been doing this all, all the damn time. But, um, so then the next day, like, I was, like, randomly on twitter like i had like maybe tried for walmart at like noon and missed it but it was like around like two or three and i was just like oh uh 26 minutes ago play like playstation direct has consoles and i was like that's weird i can like see if i can get in the line but wait you I got, got in late won't. and still got oh my god i hate you bro so it's like 26 minutes later i oh go my. and it had saved that i had been through the line the night before and didn't put me in the line so everybody else what? was waiting for two hours. I got through the line. It took my PSN account. And I was like, oh, but it's like glitching and like won't let me use PayPal. So I have to go find my credit card. So I like spend about 10 minutes logging out, like assuming I did get one. I'm just going to like input all my details and stuff. And then it was like, oh, um, like your order's complete. Also, we upgraded you to next day shipping. Oh, for, my for being a God. PS Plus member. Wow. So yeah. you just you just stayed on the queue overnight and log and like when you log back then you were like it skipped you ahead of the line? Yeah, because like I guess like it was like the kind of thing where like people were joining there's a two hour queue. I got an it. hour in they were all gone. I'm getting in line right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm happy for you, but at the same time, I'm a little salty. I'm not gonna lie. Congrats though for Yeah. Thanks. But like, uh, I was not expecting that. So like what happened was um, it came while I was at work for like a double FedEx. The dude just signed for it without even knocking or ringing. 
my girlfriend saw it and then went and grabbed it for her. like it, it, somebody tried to steal it no just like the driver for fedex signed his own name despite it saying it needed a like yeah a like was signature and just ah uh, it was so what was he trying to do with it he was trying to save time like he just oh he left it at our stoop but you're he gonna, signed for so pretty much like you would have had to pick it up from ups no i would have gotten stolen because it it was like nine in the morning and i was at work oh and my girlfriend my was like God. he just like didn't even ring the bell or knock like he just like put it outside mm-hmm. so then like at that point i was like oh like i should probably get some stuff for this like console i kind of wasn't ready for this and like all the like various like stuff was out so what i did was i was like okay like i'm gonna get miles morales because like if you get that digital then you have it on ps4 and ps5 that's perfect um I worked two doubles that week, so I was like, okay, I'm working a double on Sunday, then double on Tuesday, then, like, Wednesday's date night, so I'm not going to open this till Friday, so I'll just pretend that I'm in the UK, and, like, <laughs> I'll like all those people, and just, like, wake up at, like, six in the morning on Friday, um, but during the week, I was like, okay, oh, wait, like, I actually want, like, a physical game, though, because, like, I need to have, like, a physical game, it's my first time having, like, a launch console, and, like, they look cool. <laughs> and then I was like, uh, oh, like I need like a headset and oh, I need like a media remote and like a charging dock. And like this was all stuff that was like not very easily found. Mm-hmm. So what happened was around like um, 4 p.m. on like Tuesday, I like call my girlfriend and like, oh, hey, baby. Oh, like I love you so much. Like, remember how like you couldn't find that like pink Himalayan salt? Well, I just made like a really expensive like Instacart order right to work and I got you some Himalayan salt and everything. It's all right. Like I put it in the budget and it didn't, it had nothing to do with the fact that they had like a physical copy of like Demon Souls and the only charging dock within like 45 miles. It's all, it's just because I love you so much and like I want you to have the salt and these like random Christmas things. Nice. So then I finally went to open my PS5 on Friday morning. And this is just going to infuriate you further. But um, here, heck, I'm right with me. We believe in respect and trust. And do not snitch on me about this. This is not to you, James. This is to the listeners, too. Don't snitch on me about this, okay? It's legally, it's entrapment if you snitch on me about this, okay? (laughs) So I get my PS5 um and it came with um it came with an extra controller and a year of PS plus that I didn't buy. Yo. <laughs> I'm fucking telling. Right. <laughs> oh. Yo, what did you do to get like such good karma, man? Congrats to you, man. You deserve it. Oh yeah. And I like That's went awesome. to put in the PS5 like um the 12 month like code for ps plus and it was like oh like here's congratulations on your 12 month plus three month ps plus i was like oh 15 months of ps plus for free okay jesus awesome (laughs) oh i envy you so how how are the games on an on next gen like how is on on the other side holy shit dude (laughs) (laughs) it's like that huh i saw you tweeting about it i want to talk to you about it so there's like um a lot of really cool stuff going on one uh so i've kind of been like building up like uh last year like i got like a like 
nice TV, not like a really nice TV, but like the one for like this price and this budget kind of thing. And like, it, it was my first time having like a real TV, like as like an adult. Um, and I, uh, this year, like I got like a receiver that could do like, um, all the stuff you want with like 4k and like HDMI, like 2.1. And like, I got some speakers. So I was like ready. Cause like I've had like a 4k like TV for like over like a year now. I felt like anything to do with it, you know, like it was like, besides watching like the Mandalorian and like some random Netflix, like there's not a lot of like 4k stuff I can like, that's true. You want to push it to the limits. I got you. <laughs> yeah. So I get this and I have demon souls, um, Astrobots free. And that game is a trip. Um, Bug Snacks is free, which is one of those games I was going to buy, and then I bought like Miles Morales, like I said. But oh, like turning it on, it was like it felt premium. Like everything looked really cool. The controller was weird as fuck at first, but then I actually used it. The Dual Sense. The first thing you should probably play if you're like PS5 is either Miles Morales or the Astrobot thing, because the Astrobot thing makes that controller seem like the coolest thing in the world. Okay. Like there's stuff like um, the triggers, like it like demonstrates like how you have like a rocket and it's like adjusting to how like how strong the rocket's going or like you're like rolling around like a ball in like the mud, but there's some rocky bits. So like when you're pressing like the touchpad to roll it, the like texture and the friction changes on the touchpad to wow. match what you're rolling it over. That's mind blowing. Yeah. And it's like a fun little like 3D platformer, like Banjo Kazooie, like Mario 64 thing. Man, um, this thing looks good though. Like Miles Morales, uh, it looks better than the PS4 Spider Man or the remaster, but also like it loads super fast. Um, like it's like ray traced, it's snowy, it just looks like incredible, like the whole time. And you can just like go to missions now, like they've re added levels to video games basically. And it's wild. Like, so, so like, just say like, I want to do this mission. It will load you to that, to that part of the city instantly and let you do it. So did you have a PS pro or just a PS4? Just a PS4. Okay. So I'm in the same boat. Like I want to, like, I, I didn't get to see the jump from pro or from PS4 to pro. So I'm just taking like a, the biggest leap possible. That's why I'm so anxious to get the five. And like, from what you've been telling me, I'm, I'm, I'm like so ready to get this thing. Have a 4K TV or yeah, I'm 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 re- I'm ready. I'm I'm actually looking for a deal. If you see one, if you guys see me or see a deal, send it to me on Twitter. But I'm looking for a uh, a 4K gaming monitor, 27 inch. So if you see it, send it my way on on Black Friday. No, um, the controller feels super weird, but then like super interesting. The whole console is like meant to drip with like how much money it costs honestly like it just feels like 500 dollars, <laughs> but no it's just uh really cool to see stuff just run super well because there's lots of games like towards the end of, like the ps4 where you're like this is kind of struggling like on like a base ps4 you know so yeah man i'm happy uh, for you bro sweet man hopefully i can get my hands on one bef- <clears throat> on one before christmas that's what i'm hoping for uh yeah um i do have something that's a little more about the culture that's a little more um engaged uh have you seen anything about ready player two or no briefly a couple months ago but uh probably not what you've heard what's going on so the thing with like um with ready player two is it's making the rounds for like 
just how like I see people make fun of Ready Player One and its writing style, but I didn't realize they were making fun of real things. Like I might have been looking at real quotes of like of like the book and like not known it basically. Little thing like I wanna like read to you and I want you to understand this is from a book that has been published. Okay. Um <clears throat> Mobius Prime was another Oasis world created solely by Kira Morrow as a tribute to her favorite video game character, Sonic the Hedgehog. The planet was a recreation of the fictional future Earth where most of, uh, where most of Sonic Hedgehog's adventures took place, and it featured reproductions of all of its different levels, featured in early 2D and 3D Sonic games, along with environments and characters from the cartoons and comic books based on them. That's just a, <laughs> that's just a paragraph of that book. What? Yeah. I thought you were like, reading a description of something. There's a scene where he's listening to Salt and Peppa, and then like he makes the mistake. So here's what happens. And like by like listening to Salt and Peppa, he's like has a hologram of them dancing when he's listening to them. Okay. I guess. That's cool. Um when I turned around, Salt and Peppa had vanished, and the guys from Men at Work were standing in their place singing the chorus of their 1983 hit single, It's a Mistake. <laughs> And just, I just really didn't realize how bad this was. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, it's like kind of like also because there's, um, warning. There's some kind of really bad. <laughs> there's some bad stuff in the book where, like, basically the author did some, uh, wrote some really harmful and like transphobic stuff in part of the book, and it's just kind of like ah, this is a bad book that's also like hurting people. Just ah. I was actually looking forward to that. Hey, uh, maybe the book will, or the movie will be better. No, uh, oh yeah. Um, but so I've been talking a lot, but I want to bring up two kind of like um interesting things that have like come out recently that like you might not have seen. Um, there's going to be a common uh, Rider movie festival basically to make up for the fact that there's not going to be a big crossover movie. So that means that Kamen Rider Saber and Kamen Rider Zero One are getting movies in the middle of the month, and their first trailers have dropped. Oh. Yeah. So first is the uh, trailer I'm putting in right there for um, Kamen Rider Saber, the movie, The Phoenix Swordsman, and The Book of Ruin. These trailers are in the show notes, but as usual, we are going to kind of provide a truncated reaction as to not... uh, be playing the whole trailer and taking up minutes of the episode. Tassel? No, that's not Tassel. Is it? Yeah, right. That looks like a not thing. Not And then, no offense, but it's the main event, um, is the movie that was supposed to be for the summer of Cabin Rider Zero One, which is... Uh, I know this about to be so fire. Rider Zero One, the movie, real X time. Oh, <laughs> this is the guy that was on the roof, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, not bad. That's good though. Yeah, not bad. Aruto, it's been a minute, boy. Oh my goodness, is what? Fucking guy. Oh, that was nasty. Nice. Nice. Oh my goodness. I miss Zero Ooh, One so did much. Did you see that at the end? Yeah. 
zero two and zero one. I don't know that was that like probably. a s- split. I mean, what's up with that? I'm wondering, is that Izu? Oh, yo, <laughs> right? That would be wild. That would be wild. Izu in a rider suit. That's what we've been wanting. Oh yeah, the whole time. That would be so wild. But yeah, so um, the Saber movie is a 20 minute movie, and the Zero One movie is an 80 minute movie, like a normal size one. So, okay, they're making it work, which is kind of just like, oh, we gotta like make something work now, but. Maybe in the spring we'll get a like proper crossover, which should be fun. That is a lot of talk about PlayStation and uh, <laughs> some new movies, but we should um, switch over to our main topic for this week, which is Comrade uh, of Saber episodes 9 through 11. Uh, and tentatively, I'm thinking this might be Common Rider. Yeah, we, we're finally here, man. Right, and we are back. This week, uh, we covered uh, Comrade Saber Chapter 9 Overlap the Swordsman's Timber, Chapter 10 Crossing Swords, The Crossing Feelings, Chapter 11 Disturbed Thunder, Spreading Dark Clouds. And yeah, what do you think about this week's selection, James? Um, from these three episodes 9, 10, and 11, it's probably like the best patch of episodes we watched so far. I would say I was a fan of the one before. Number eight was was pretty solid, but this is finally starting to feel like you said Kamen Rider. What'd you think? Yeah, um, this definitely felt like there were lots of like character moments and there was lots of like people doing things that um, made sense and like clashing, like conflicted. Because like it, to start the show, it felt like a lot of stuff was just happening versus like like um, something that they say in like screen in like um, classes for like screenwriting is uh, that um, if you can connect your scenes by and then you're doing it wrong your scenes should be connected by therefore so therefore this happened not oh. and then this happened that's, that's kind of what it felt like it made sense and that's exactly what these three episodes felt like yeah and um to start though um episode nine um it builds off of kind of where we've been already with comrade saber you know like um but i really uh the show feels like it maybe. I'm wondering if this show is doing a game, which is a weird thing to say this early, but it might be doing a the Comrade game. It definitely feels like game to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is. Even like, I forget what episode it was, but it was like the little under the bridge. That was the same set piece from bridge. I forget. I mean, not from, uh, from game. I'm not sure if you know what I'm talking about or not, but we'll get there when the episode comes up. But it, it, it definitely feels gamey to me. Yes, Hargus. Like, I don't want to, like, talk too much about game and the show, like, not about it, but there's kind of um, a sense, I think, in game that, like, maybe some, like, stuff that's kind of, like, saccharine or, like, kind of, like, um, overly nice is happening to juxtapose what's going to happen later. And, and I think that's what Saber might be doing here, you know? Uh, but yeah. Um, the There's new monsters. Like, this episode is like kind of weird because like you see like um multiple like writers just kind of like peace out <laughs> and then <laughs> new monsters show up which has been happening a lot but um and they're like all duckling based monsters which is a little weird i wasn't sure about that but 
Yeah, a lot of quacking going on in episode nine. Might help if I knew what they were based off of. Like, if I was like, oh, yeah, growing up, we always talked about, like, the duck that had antlers and the invisible duck. And and it didn't really, like, resemble a duck either. So it was definitely kind of odd. Yeah. I mean, I like the designs of the monsters in the series, like, pretty well, even though I don't always understand them or have, like, a great connection to them. But this kind of... um goes through to like a big fight scene in the center and um i do like the combat in saber like i think like that's been the high point so far definitely it's very well done yeah definitely the high the highlight and um i mentioned that um koichi sakamoto um is like directing saber so like maybe that's some of it he's primarily known as like an action director uh he's kind of like a person that the fans like a lot because he basically like did the good fight scenes that were made for like that were made for Power Rangers and not from Super Sentai for years. And now he's like back on like the main show, like in Japan, like not like styled off. So he's kind of like the prodigal son almost of like, um, like stunt work. Okay. I'm enjoying his vision so far. And that's when we get a, a new writer. Uh, we Another get a new writer, <laughs> the seventh writer we've had so far, <laughs> but um, like finally, uh, we get to see Hansel Nut to Gretel. <laughs> like, there has to be somebody there that's like <laughs> the office, like Gaijin, that could be like, "Hey, let's not do that." Like, I know you want to like push and be on like Netflix next year. Let's not do the Hansel and the Nutting to Gretel. Let's work around it. But I don't know. <laughs> uh, and like, what do you think of like um? Of this new like Kamen Rider, like Kamen Rider Slash. I may be over saying this, but I don't really don't care right now. He's the best writer so far to me. He he's the only writer that actually has a personality. If mm-hmm. if it's a sell, if that's selling it short, that's just how I see it. Like he's my favorite. Slash is the best writer so far. Another character that we like meet in this set of episodes is like from the South Pole base, and her name is like Rika. And she like immediately seems more interesting than a lot of characters. And I think it's just the fact that they have any kind of like conflict or like any kind of like tension with people means that they like we like as an audience know that they represent something <laughs> and there's going to be like yeah. plot there. Yeah, I'm, that, that, also, that instantly gets my attention when she started acting kind of suspicious. His design shouldn't work, but he's like a cool sound based sweets character who like uses one like wonder book to like become like um really intense and like engaged and start using like a gun and it's just like okay he's got some weird stuff going on and he I like, like it. and like you said he feels like a character out of game that's just that's just the vibes i'm getting from him already hey yeah, like even if he's like constantly helping them at least he's like seems kind of pissed off about it too which is nice yeah and yeah um we get this upgrade form for i forgot his name for a second we get the upgrade form for common rider saber which is probably not great on the show where i was like what's the name of the main common rider but uh toma <laughs> yeah uh no uh and just that looks really good it's a really like good first looking form and yeah so it's just kind of like a very breezy episode of like um some premieres and like bleeds into the next episode because um like caliber has taken some of their books and episode 10 was kind of where things kind of like got into gear i thought for the set of episodes 
or for Saber as a whole, I guess. Yeah, it revved up a little bit. What do you think of like the making the oath scene, I guess, like crossing swords, crossing feelings? It was cool. It was it was fitting uh going along with the uh the King Arthur vibes. And it was like a brotherly moment. Like this is a moment you look back at the end of the season and be like, oh, this is where it started, or that's where it started, and this is where it ended. What'd you think? Yeah, um, it kind of felt also like um don't want to like give spoilers for game, but there's this scene where this character is just like looking at his friends like dancing and is like, I'll do anything to protect this moment. And <laughs> right before things like go downhill. And um, like this kind of felt like that where I was like, oh, you got to have something happen after this. Like this is like tempting fate at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Kento gets the new book because he's not good enough and has to try harder, I guess. Um, and then it's just a big fight scene again for the whole episode. Like, like one cool thing about having like a stunt based director is he's just like, all right, it's been six minutes. It's time to fight for 15 <laughs> minutes. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. That's a long like fight set piece too. Like you said, like half of the yeah. episode was just intense, just going at it. It starts like the three of them versus like the Uber duckling and they're like getting their asses kicked. And then like caliber shows up and then like slash shows up their strategy to, to beat caliber is kind of uh, interesting. <laughs> It's just let's all go super and like attack them at once. Yeah, it works, I guess. And yeah, like these like super forms do keep growing on me. Like I hope that like the other three riders get theirs because they have looked really great so far. Yeah, I'm enjoying them too. And I do like how they kind of shorten the uh, henshin uh, transform pieces. Like the first few episodes, like they show like the whole like going through the motions type thing. And now like. For the basic trans or the basic henshin, it's a lot quicker. They only like kind of drag onto it if it's the first time going with uh, transforming into like four books. Yeah, it's um, like the whole like um, how Goku takes like 15 minutes the first time he turns <laughs> Super Saiyan and then afterwards uh-huh. it's like an instant thing. Because, <laughs> yes. you know, you got to do it. Like their strategies are really dumb in the show. Like I don't even know if they're tactics. It's mostly just let's do the obvious thing. And the obvious thing here is let's all go super and like attack them at once. Um, and it works. They're able to weaken caliber. And then like, that's when one of the other Medigo Storius is able to attack. And that causes caliber to drop attention. And we get a massive reveal. Not the reveal that we expected though, but it works. What do you think of this though? I, I like it. It, it kind of, it it kind of caught me off guard, and it also has me more intrigued because I keep asking myself, is Toma headed down this same path? And what exactly is the truth that this guy keeps talking about? Like, I, I'm locked in with that. What do you think? Yeah, because it's um the first, not the first Saber, but the previous comrade or like Saber, and it's um the one like Daichi who like saved his life as a kid and gave him the power. And we also see like some hints of like a larger plan too. That, like don't really make sense, but um, it's definitely interesting because it's like, oh, this is another character who like has feelings and things to do, which is nice <laughs> in this show. <laughs> yeah. Um, and like even just like the way he talks about like, yeah, Kento, your dad was a piece of shit and like a traitor. I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I'm doing my own thing. <laughs> I like that because he's just like, I have a greater calling. Which is cool. Um, it like sets him up 
to be on this like weird margin in the show, but also he, he doesn't seem at all kind of like on his way to redemption. He seems like, no, I got stuff to do. Get out of my way, which is nice. What do you think happened to uh, Kinto's father? Uh, when we first saw the actor, I mentioned how like he was like a well-known like Toku actor. Um, I don't know. He, I'm guessing he got murked because they wouldn't use the character like that actor unless it was a major role, unless it was like a one or two appearance kind of thing, you know? So like maybe he died somehow. I'm thinking the same thing. I don't think he's like alive still. I think he's gone. And I think we were speculating about the motive was like, um, he needed the suit to do a, a certain thing with it, whatever that is. Well, Caliber and Saber are both like dragons. So I'm wondering if he was like trying to like set up some kind of prophecy, maybe, or like make oh. some like things get into place. You're good at this, man. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it makes sense, right? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. The only way that I could control the evil dragon and the good dragon is to become the evil dragon. Unless he really likes double dragon. He's just like, yo, I want to make this happen. (laughs) You, Bimmy. I, Jimmy. We fight. The colors are off, though. It's supposed to be red and blue, but red and purple is (laughs) fun. One thing, though, that is actually the real um, the real interesting plot development in these episodes that we haven't, like, mentioned is Tassel. Tassel is, like, being super creepy now, right? Right? Like, it kind of, like, scared me watching him, like, the lights got all dim and his eyes were all, like, squinty and stuff. I was like, what's going on? We always, we never trusted Tassel, so don't forget, guys, we, we never trusted this guy. <laughs> what was your reaction when, when he was doing all that kind of creepy stuff? Well, he's more and more been having, like, those weird little, like, dark lighting, like, Dutch angle moments or saying, like, this, like, like one or two off thing and like episode 11 it starts and opens with him talking about like meeting someone or things about to happen and like the episode ends with him getting a knock on his door and going to answer it and it's like okay what's this (laughs) yeah who's visiting tassel (laughs) like really though like i'm wondering if it's like gonna be something where like the next arc is just like hey we're at tassel's house now and we gotta (laughs) not die I really do like what they did for episode like 11. It was so I was worried it wasn't going to be complete in itself because it was like it felt like breaked from the arc of like the two or so episodes that can like happen sometimes in writer. But this is a full episode in itself and it's really great. Yeah, a lot of great moments to like reflect on. One character, though, that I do need to call out pretty significantly is uh, Sophia. Like, you're like a magical woman in white. You need to stop leaving, like, the weird magical base. The whole point of this whole genre is that you don't leave the magical base or you get captured or, or like, killed, you know? Exactly. Like, too many times she's been out there. It's like, you're some kind of magical, like, source or whatever for this base. Go not die somewhere else. (laughs) I do also want to shout out um, the rest of the Medjid. I'm going to not looking at the list. Can we name them? <laughs> can we name their names? I'm not there yet. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Can you? Uh, okay. They're Storius. They say his name a lot. Uh, he's the one that looks like he's partying because he has like a tie ar- around his head. <laughs> right? <laughs> there uh, we go. <laughs> uh, there's the one that looks like a Digimon. Zuos. Yes. Um, I know Zuos. 
he has a distinct he had a the little one. arc with Rotaro, yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then there's the the animal one, or not the animal one, the one that looks kind of like more avian. Um, starts with an L. It's like Legale, Legaliel. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, oh, man. For a group of people who have apparently escaped all detection and almost finished their plan, they feel like they haven't done shit. <laughs> That's why I'm still. Tr- struggling with names like i almost forgot the uh the green rider's name ren he popped up in 11 i'm like oh i forgot he was even part of the show like he just comes and goes (laughs) because like it's cool the idea of like there being like a revolving door like oh like i have to go to like spain because there's like some issues over there so like i'll be back in five episodes like that's cool but the way they just like are like no we're all in this city right now but i just was gone for two episodes doing nothing yeah where was Ren at when it did like the crossing of swords thing? <laughs> right? Yeah, he's just not important. I guess. Just not like I'm like, that's felt like a big moment and he wasn't even there. <laughs> also, Mr. Ogami kind of comes and goes, and I like that character a lot. But he at least is like established enough where it's like he's just some like weird dad with a massive sword going around in public. <laughs> I do like that Kento just gets to kind of like struggle. I do wonder if we're going to see like a dark turn for him, you know? Why would you think there's a dark turn coming for for him? He just seems like he's maybe willing to, not because of his dad, but because like he's almost like, well, if you're going to call my dad a traitor, uh, might as well just mess you up kind of thing. Or like, I got to like find secrets on my own. Like he has kind of like an Anakin Skywalker vibe to me. Yeah, I can see him going rogue. Rintaro is strictly to the script. At all, at all costs. <laughs> Toma's just doing his own thing. And yeah, Kento's the one that's kind of like in the gray area. I really wish we knew more, though, because like the bad guys apparently are at the end of their plan and they're in the final phase. Yeah. Like, this episode. What? Yeah. Right. <laughs> we don't know your names. Like, yeah, I don't even know your names. <laughs> I also proud of myself, like knowing all the writers names without like having to look, but the the villains, I, I'm still struggling. I'm gonna go, I'm not gonna lie. Even May's more developed than they are. That's crazy, right? And May's really had nothing. <laughs> we know what she is, though. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. She got a book one episode, and she got a key this episode. So even Sora, shout out Sora. He's even more developed. It's crazy. Oh yeah, because he's like four years old, and he goes with his dad into battle. He's cool as hell. Yeah, and, and like my biggest problem with 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 this, these villains is like when they show up, I don't feel like stuff's about to go down. Cause it has it. <laughs> Just like, <laughs> like okay, they show up, fight, cool fight scene, always a cool fight scene. But other than I mean, Zuos and Rintaro's moment, there's hasn't really been anything crazy happening. Well, remember that episode where like Zuos was in a scene, and then Rintaro and May saw him. And then the next episode, they walked into a different scene and they saw him and then they fought. <laughs> like, that's just kind of yeah. where we're at. Like, they're not really moving the plot. And mm-hmm. I would love that it was something where, like, okay, like, we finally unlocked our leader. And then, like, some new dude shows up and just, like, kills all three of them at once. Like, almost like in, like, JoJo's. Like, it's like, oh, like, I'm the person that feeds on vampires kind of thing. Yeah, and even with uh, I forget the guy the, the guy's name that's Calibers now, for, forgive me, but like 
he even feels like a mold. Like he's just using them to get the truth. Like he doesn't feel part of that group at all to me. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, totally. But they've activated two of the six like signals in the sky and they have to activate the rest. Maybe that's in a couple episodes, but um, then we see the like main, like the rest of the episode though, is that um, Kento decides to challenge caliber because caliber is out to see sophia because she's like out of the like temple where she's very clearly the god of the temple and needs to not leave the temple um and then he's like oh like are you like betraying us by talking to him and then like rotaro's there but like kento gets in a fight and i was like kento my dude you don't got this nah he's not there yet like you overwhelm this guy one time with three people in their super forms, uh, that's not really like a good place for you to try and like, and like step, you know. And he failed miserably. <laughs> My favorite scene in Saber so far might be where like Daichi or like Caliber is like, I got this new cool book. Um, I I got this, but okay, let's go all out. <laughs> Yo, that that's that second form of his legendary i love that like the like dragon helmet so sick yeah he has like uh this um whole thing called like jowo dragon just jaku dragon yeah it's it's just so it's so overkill right now you don't like it need a super form no look i'm saying it's cool but he doesn't need a super form right now he's damn he really doesn't (laughs) see this is why you like you got more more time in the game than I do. I'm just like eating it up. But you're like, why does he have that right now, though? <laughs> no, I love it. It's so dumb that they gave the strongest character. Like he's he already OP, for... and he became even more. Like I get it. It's even more funny that you said that to me. I was just eating it up. He was, was fighting th- the three main characters in their super forms, and then he got attacked from behind, and that was enough to like momentarily stun him. And then the next episode, he's like, um. Unleash the powers concealed by innumerable dragons within the zenith of eternal darkness. It's like, my dude, <laughs> you don't he need don't all want, this shit. He don't want nobody catching up to him. <laughs> and he just beats the shit out of Kento. Jesus. Like, no chance. Like, he full on looks like an evil knight right here. And Kento's just like, I mean, I got this. <laughs> and Rintaro's not even doing anything. He's just like, I'm here. <laughs> um... There is kind of a surprise to end the episode, though. And uh, he's about to uh, strike down like Kento, and it happens. What do you think of this uh, moment? It, it like, honestly shocked me. I, I had to rewind it to see what happened. I'm like, wait a minute, what? Like, yeah, right? Rintaro just sacrificed himself for Kento? Um, I don't want to say I don't know why, but Rinto is just that type of guy. Like, he's going to put his his life on the line to save anybody. But is this the end of him? Like he he's like spit out blood. I'm like, damn, that was super intense. So I don't know if like you said, like it may take the turn and like gets dark now or I don't know, man. But it was it was shocking. What was your reaction to it? I thought it was cool and I was like, I hope he dies, because that would be <laughs> so much more interesting. Yeah, I, I feel like we need something like not trying to say I want him to die, but we we need something to happen involving some kind of tragedy. Yeah. Uh, 
I definitely want him to die. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> this is way more interesting for your character. It's way more interesting for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's probably the, the 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 most the writer with the least personality, right? Yeah, he's like I really like, don't know that much about him, but he just seems like he's just like the normal knight, the noble knight kind of guy. Yeah, it's just a very like. What else is he going to do? He's like, I want to follow the code and I want to get stronger. It would be a really nice kind of like waking up moment too to be like, oh yeah, this is real. This is real life, huh? Mm. Damn, just... <laughs> I hope next episode like Kento is just like I'm going to do this for Ritaro and then he goes and is like yeah, he kind of like went out while you were in that fight scene, but good job. Uh, That's hilarious. I want him to die. <laughs> yeah I mean uh, what's your prediction for the rest of this like little moment because there's an arc developing here I think he survives I mean I don't see Saber being that that kind of show right now but you have more time in the game than I have but I don't see him dying um, but I do see this as like a uh, a moment for Kento's development like a big moment for that so um, we'll see yeah, it's hard. Because um, obviously he feels bad about Rentaro's condition and it was his fault and he shouldn't have did that. So I feel like there's going to be a lot of heartburn on that, but I don't know which direction that sends Kento into going. And it's kind of crazy that we're not talking about Toma developing <laughs> and he's supposed to be the main character. <laughs> and like now it's like this big thing's happened and I don't think he will be that involved in it. I don't know. Yeah. Um, like- it's crazy. We said like Rotaro is like the most boring character, but I'd say it's probably Toma because Toma is just like does stuff and it works. Like at least Rotaro has to like go in the hyperbolic time chamber. That's true. He's Rotaro's done more shit than Toma has. Maybe they'll do something where like Rotaro like is like, yeah, I'm alive, but I got hit in such a way where I can't transform anymore, and I'm gonna go dark or something, or like my books like kind of reject me or something, and like I like go evil. I'm not sure that'll be fun like a little like swerve there yeah we, we hopefully they do something with this momentum because i actually had fun watching these last three episodes right it's more good. fun than more fun than the first eight <laughs> i have to wonder um something's gonna happen when they light like all six of those like books up hmm. i don't know what but something's gonna happen i didn't even think about that maybe that's when like tassel comes down yeah tassel is definitely like has to be like the biggest villain of the whole story, right? Just like make him like Sethiroth. Like he comes down and just like, like what a, would like be the reason behind like making him so sinister and like he's some kind of god of like novels and stuff. And it's like, hey, who do you think is like knocking on his door? Uh, I don't know. I would love if like we just got like a character that could transition between like the tassel realm and like the real realm and had some weird like and like some weird powers. Maybe it's gonna be whoever like wins this arc. Like like it'll be like Toma in like three episodes where he's like, Oh yeah, like I finally won <laughs> and now I'm here, Tassel. I don't know. I am the most engaged with Tassel right now. Yeah, Tassel and for me slash most intriguing. I wanna see what Daichi's doing, um or the like caliber I mean, but uh that'll be interesting because I have no clue. He's been in the show very little. But he has like at least like a he has a word. He could say, I'm looking for the eternal truth. <laughs> he, he has a word. 
SME. He has a word. <laughs> That's all you need sometimes. A word. He has a word. And that sums it up <laughs> for Ryder. But yeah, what do you think the truth's like? What do you wait, what do you think this is leading to? I hope that Tassel's the truth. <laughs> At this point. Just it's probably gonna be some kind of like tome or power, or maybe he like maybe he finds the book that reality is based off of. And he's like, Oh, like I found the, cause like the first episode even said everything used to be a book. And then it got broken up to a bunch of small books. Maybe he's like, I found the book that is like real life. And now I control real life. We kind of don't know anything about Saber right now. Not a lot. It's kind of sad. Yeah. Sorry guys, but it's not a whole lot to talk about. Maybe that'll be really interesting. He'd be like, yeah, we don't know what's going on with Saber, but uh, I guess anything could go on with Saber at this point. Something needs to happen. Yeah. You know, I'm thoroughly excited. There's the always next, next week. Saber. But I'm, I like where we're at right now. On a positive note. We really didn't rag it this, this week. We, we've we been down on it, but we've been kind of up about these last few episodes. No, yeah. Like I was like trying to say even early, like, I don't like this, but usually around episode 12, they like change things up. They've like introduced stuff. And that was our problem. Too many characters, like too many forms, like not enough stories. So. Maybe we're good. We were in the clear. James, where can people find you when you're uh, not talking about uh, Tokusatsu? So you can find me on Twitter. I just changed my user to Copacetic Senpai. That's C-O-P-A-T-E-C-T-I-C Senpai. It's <laughs> a lot. But uh, you can find me on uh, on Twitter, Copacetic Senpai. Where can they find you, Kip? All right. You can find uh, me on Twitter.com at James Forge. You can find the podcast on Twitter.com at Calvin Marathon Me, CalvinMarathonMe.com. And then send in questions to podcast at CalvinMarathonMe.com. And also, if you want to look at our merch, um, that is CalvinMarathonMe.com slash merch. Or our direct list of just episodes, that is CalvinMarathonMe.com slash episodes. And it's very exciting to have like all that up. Um, thank you to the first couple of people that have bought merch. Um, that was really cool <laughs> uh, to see. And um, we should probably actually announce really quickly, um, like James, uh, what the plans are for December. This is the last November episode. So yeah, we're checking big plans. Yeah. We're revisiting XA next month. So you guys definitely have to check it out. And also um, there's going to be a lot of special episodes, a lot of guest episodes, um, for December, our theme is Common Ride by Slate and Night. So, uh, <laughs> love it. New logo. And also, just we're like going to be looking at stuff like uh, the Christmas episode of like Power Rangers or like Master Rider, like stuff like um, we might get to the Christmas episode in like EXAID. Um, and also, just uh, talking to lots of people like about their like own personal like holiday stuff and like what they do for holidays. And, it's going to be like a lot of fun. And with that, uh, what did we learn today, James? <laughs> um, comment right with me. And damn, do you, you have something? Oh, I don't know. I wish we learned more of this show, but we'll get there. <laughs> comment right with me and don't nut to Gretel. <laughs> That's the one. I like that though, going from Watch Common Rider to like Common Rider for me. I like that. That was a good poll. <laughs> yeah, you gotta come ride with us now. <laughs>